What is responsible gambling? Online gambling has taken the industry by storm over the last several years. What happened when this format hit the global market to provide gambling to customers? Shimon Vince, Responsible Gambling Projects Manager, talks about what Casino Guru is doing to help provide a resource for responsible gambling. We explore the topics of differences with online gambling, the database they are building, what they are looking for in reviewing online casinos, the challenges with self-exclusion, and the resources they provide for customers. Welcome listeners to Talking Addiction and Recovery Podcast. I am your host, Andrew J. Schreier, and I have a special guest with me today who is taking time out to meet with me and talk to me about something really important and interesting to learn about. So thanks for joining Shimon Vince. And you are, it's 2 p.m. where you are, it's 7 a.m. where I am. Yeah, definitely. So there is, how much is it? It's seven or eight hours? I cannot really count at this moment. So yeah, it's it's good that we've been able to find time, you know, with the process. Yeah, yeah, which is really important. And that's the, one of the great things about doing podcasts is to be able to connect with people from around the world. And you're here to talk to us about Casino Guru. So tell us about what it is. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Andrew. And I'm happy to be there. I'm happy that uh, I am able to share a bit of my story and a bit of what I do. So Casino Guru, we are uh, basically a website which is serving as a biggest database of online casinos out there in the world. I think that there is nothing bigger than us. And what we do basically is that we are a comparison site for those casinos operating globally. So you can find almost every provider of casino game out there on the internet. Because what we do proactively is we are scanning this area and trying to add it on our website. But that's basically just the front end of the whole system which we are doing behind it. So if you will see the profile of the casino, you can find a lot of information about it. And this is one of the things that we are trying to pay attention to. Uh, And it's that we are scanning these casinos with a very thorough process. You know, there are some methodologies which myself don't really understand because it's being taken care by my colleagues. And we are calculating a rating of those casinos based on how they are going to treat their customers. So we are looking into their terms and conditions. We are trying to look for any signs of predatory rules, any signs of terms which would make them take advantage of the players. We are also calculating the estimated revenue of those casinos. I mean, of course, uh, we are finding out what kind of license they are having because you can have different license from different countries based on the jurisdiction uh, which they are in. And then you will get a score, some kind of a score. It's from zero to 10. And what the score is saying is basically what is the probability that casino will be treating you well, that will pay out your winnings, that will engage with you in a matter of some kind of a problem with their customer support, And also in the matter of the revenue, what is the probability that they will be able to cash your winnings out? So we are trying to create, I would say, healthy, but more importantly, a fair relationship between a player and a casino because it needs to work, you know, both sides. And for, I mean, this is kind of a manual by which we are doing this. And it's the 
It's the Fair Gambling Codex, which is evaluating side of casinos, but also side of the players, because there are some players which are trying to take advantage of casino and trying to outsmart them. And this is basically how it works, right? So the main, I would say, pillar of the website is the, it's the, uh, it's the database of online casinos, but there is a lot more that we do because, I mean, the priority is to provide uh, reliable information, you know, for players to do informated choices, you know, cannot be, not sure if those are, are, those are smart choices, but at least informated, you know, so can they really uh, rely upon it? And as an addition to these information, we are trying to feed really well our uh, guide section where they can find information about gambling. And this is something that I consider to be very important in the matter of responsible gambling and in the matter of, you know, decreasing the harm from gambling. Because I believe that players need to have some kind of knowledge before they start playing, that they should understand what's going on. They should understand how the game works, you know, how the results of the slot game or whatever are being you know, calculated how, how, how that result did appear over there. That's a really <laughs> good point. Cause I know a lot of people have no idea like rules or how it works. They, they think they see something on a screen and that tells them this when it's sometimes clearly like yeah. quite the opposite. So I really like that idea of trying to just educate people about things with gambling. Cause like when you, when you first, walk in and you don't know anything about it or you first sign up or anything like that you you really rely on like just some clicking or touching of some buttons sometimes or someone else telling you what to do uh, mm -hmm. i think misinformation or just lack of education definitely plays a role in that yeah yeah i think so i mean you know there is this uh the, the current view of the regulated markets on gambling and especially on the responsible gambling is that the, the operators, the online casinos, the betting companies should be responsible for, you know, stopping the harm, you know, responsible for the players who obviously have some signs of problematic gambling, you know, spending too much, playing on a specific hours, trying to uh, chase their winnings and so on. And, you know, it makes sense why uh, it is like this, because they are the owners of the data. They can have a grasp, you know, around those players. They can see what's going on and they can do some kind of an interference. You know, they can, they can, I mean, they can inform the player. They can, they can ask questions. They can, you know, remind them that, you know, maybe they are spending too much. They can say them that compared with other players, this is, this is a lot more than you should be spending. Uh, and, uh, at, at, the, at the like ending scenario, they can, you know, stop all the activities he's able to do on that specific provider. But on the other side, you know, what I believe is very important is the knowledge with which you are entering to this industry. And this is the place for the companies like ourselves, for basically the affiliate website to do their job properly and try to, you know, um, somehow embed this information with the primary interest of a player to, to play. You know, 
maybe I will say it in other words, you know, when there is a player and he's searching for online casino because he wants to play. And basically what he only cares about is to find a casino, find a betting company, place a bet, boom, do it. And sometimes it can be very difficult to make them read some kind of information about responsible gambling, some kind of information like we talk about, about what's going on. So to really do the job right is to do the best to put this information together. So when he is entering to those providers, games, whatever, he is also entering there with this kind of information. You know, at least, I mean, still, th th there will be a risk, you know, every time. We, we cannot really talk about the, well, we cannot really talk about the safe gambling. It's only a safer gambling because even if you are following every textbook, <laughs> you are very well aware what's going on there and what could be happening in your brain you know it can every time it can it, 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 it can snap so and gambling always involves risk it's part of the the definition so like there's always going to be some level of risk involved yeah of course it's it, it cannot be you know completely without the risk but it applies the same basically for alcohol and for cigarettes everything which is for some sort you know on the edge so and I think that this should be the direction for the industry itself, because in recent years, or you know, dozens of months, um, I think the industry is trying to prove that it is a legitimate way of entertaining. And for the vast majority, it is. But there are still these few percentage, which could be even myself or even you, you know, when I say it like this, that nobody really knows what's going to happen to them with this. So yeah, legitimate kind of business, but with a certain knowledge, with a certain, with a certain, you know, risk taking with this. Yeah. Cause gambling can be a little tricky with it. It can be seen as like a, a money-making opportunity. It, it can become a money losing situation, but yeah, like casinos, online casinos, like gambling, all that can be, you know, try to be looked at as entertainment. Like you, you spend money on other things to go get entertained, oh. but then all of a sudden, it, what makes it different in the fact that is that you can continue to put more money into it and, and lose the money. There's hopes of mm -hmm. winning, which kind of lures you in, but gambling as entertainment does kind of sway back and forth between this is entertainment, but then all of a sudden this is harm as opposed to something like bowling, which is entertainment. But then the harm, I guess they would look at is you, you drop a, a ball on your foot, but with gambling, like it, it seems like there could always be that, that swing into this could be, you know, more harmful for someone. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I completely agree with this. And, the tricky part is that you never really know when it can hit you because there are certain methods. Uh, they are called self-limiting, you know, tools or methods in which you are limiting uh, some, it's called the values or, or elements in your play. So you can set up a limit for your deposit. You can set up a limit for the time you spend gambling. You can set up a limit by you know, taking a break or a self-exclusion, which works that you will, you know, ask the operator to, to really cut all the possibilities for you to gamble. But 
you can be gambling, I don't know, for a couple of years with this kind of range or whatever. And then from all of a sudden, you will hit a big win. Wow, this has never happened, never happened to me before. Now there is a big money for, I don't know, very little investment. And I think that this can really turn the tables for some people because then, then they will realize that it is possible and they will maybe approach the situation very unresponsibly and they will... It can really, really quickly happen that they will just, you know, uh, spend everything they want with this big winning, trying to win more, and then they will end up in a vicious circle of trying to win it back. Do you, do you look at with your reviews and stuff? Do you see what casinos do with some of that self inclusion and stuff? You know, like the traditional idea is someone that like walks into a in person casino, like might get themselves like blacklisted or something. And there's a process for that. But I, I think a lot of people don't know what those options are for online because it's mm -hmm. such a different platform. So is that something that you look for or pay attention to? Yes. I mean, at this moment, because this is the part which was kind of tricky for us to really, um, I mean, effectively, effectively analyze and that put as a part of our data about the casinos, uh, especially for the these internal procedures, uh, which are describing how really those online providers have encountered with the situation, what was the things that they did, you know? I, know, I will give it an example that there is, a, there is a player who is spending too much than usual, you know, compared with his playing for the past 12 months. And they see the data, they know that this is happening, but the question is what they would do, what are their reaction, you know? There are many regulations uh, out in the world which are set it as a requirement, you know, to do something to stop the harm, but they cannot really monitor it in real time. You know, they can do a compliance check. They can check the data for the past, whatever, 12 months. And when they will see something like this, they are fining these companies. You can see a lot of examples for companies not being compliant with this requirement. But back to your question. So, so for us, it's, it's really hard to, you know, reliably say that this online provider is really doing their best, you know? So what we did is we have it included in our methodology and our, you know, sort of algorithm, how we are collecting this information. And we have added there a section about collecting information about self-exclusion and all the self-limiting methods about those online casinos. So sometime at the beginning of next year, uh, our customers will be able also to see this on, on uh, at the, date, the detail of, of those online casinos. And also we have created some kind of a reliability meter for those responsible gambling measures, which is being cal calculated upon sorry, our experience with that online casino. And this is coming basically from the complaints which are out there on the internet because many players are complaining about uh, some online casinos, betting shops, whatever, when they feel like they have been mistreated. This is part of our job as well. And for the most companies who are doing in this complaint section, they are also uh, creating them in a transparent way. So you very easily can find it out. And what we do is we are collecting this information. We are reflecting it on that uh, some kind of reliability meter, as I've said. But 
how it works with the self-exclusion, maybe this would be interesting for the audience, is that it's can you know it, it can get kind of a tricky because if you are playing at one operator, let's say you have super lucky streaky casino, whatever, that is the name of the casino, and you are playing over there and you feel like that you want to take a break. So you will use one of the ways which is available for those casinos. You know, it, 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 it varies. I mean, it's, it's different from one casino to another. You can either contact the customer support or you might have it as an option on your profile or you will have to send an email. So you will do one of these ways and you will exclude yourself. So now you have excluded for this specific casino for some time. I don't know, it's for those breaks, it's maybe sometimes 24 hours or a week but for a self-exclusion, these are for a bit longer. It can be three months, six months, 12 months, or even a lifetime. And then again, it depends from casino to casino, from betting shop to betting shop, from a licensing authority to licensing authority, if they will be able to, for example, revoke your account before the period has ended, if you will ask them, you know, some online casinos, they do it. But the worst thing is that when I'm using internet, you kind of have access to many other online casinos which can accept you. Yeah, that's and the hard part. No, and they have no idea that you have been excluded. You know? Yeah, like when you think old, like in-person exclusion, like if you do that and it's the only casino that's within like an hour around you, that is much different with how that can be effective versus online you yeah. just quickly find another one that you don't have to think about how far you'd have to drive or go with it being available online yeah and, and it's also it's almost instant you know you have it on your phone so you wouldn't really have this time for a re-evaluation you know imagine like, like you said if you have a casino which is in a range of one hour drive you would have to take two hours to go to a different casinos and during those two hours you can reconsider it do i really want to do it should would help me because you, you will have some time what to do with the urge yeah you have a little but, bit of like time to like kind of be on your side because now all of a sudden, like, you're not able to just, you'd have to, like, look it up. You'd have to figure out how to get there, like, how long. Um, but with online, like, it's that that um, instant gratification, that just, that pull to just do it right away. It's a lot harder yeah. to manage that than it would be when it's something, like, in person. So I guess that's a, that's a good question I'd like to ask you, too, is that, like your your work with the online gambling and casinos because I still think that there's this image that when we talk about gambling, people think of like in person at the local casino and, and that's what first comes to mind. But I'm imagining we're seeing a shift where a lot is even maybe a lot more is becoming available online. And that's the reality of gambling in today's mm -hmm. world or the future. Is that is that what you're seeing? Yeah, yeah, of course. I think that there is a immense increase. I mean, and, and, and COVID-19 has been one of the main, or even if the, if, if the main accelerator for online gambling, because 
people didn't really have much to do. They were at homes, you know, on their phones. And so they just tried some slot games or whatever, some kind of a betting. Maybe they got some esports, got their attention because at the time it was only kind of a, uh, a sports on which they could bet. So it's increasing. And even for the industry, I know I, I can see it on the on the discussions which I'm seeing. Like for for many companies, the United States market it's one of the main priorities. You know, with the new regulations being rolled out. Uh, in different states, many companies are looking into it as their, like I said, primary interest. And I think that this is a very important period for online gambling in the US to really do it in a way which would be responsible, you know, reliable for the players and responsible from those operators. And I've, I've heard it from a few people from people from US, they were telling me like, Shimon, do not worry, we got it covered. You know, we won't make the same mistakes which happened in some European countries. We won't, we won't let those operators, you know, to really uh, go beyond the line that there should be, that, that there should be going with the advertisement and with the treatment of the players. So I really hope that it will be truthful and that it will work that way because, you know, there is this, um, there is this, it's like a it's like a cycle. It happens all over again. And, and there are many experiences for it. And the situation is, you know, the regulator will somehow open the market for companies to get licensed, for companies to accept players. They will set some kind of rules which are not that strict, you know, because they want to make it, they want to make it interesting for, for those companies to invest in because they are collect, collecting taxes. But the thing is that the operators, for many reasons, and I mean, in many cases, they somehow forget, you know, that they should be responsible on their own, that they should be somehow doing not everything that they are allowed to, you know, and then comes backlash. And backlash in a form that they will be increased in problematic gambling, increased in, in, in people gambling online, and the decrease of public image of gambling. You know, then there is a pressure on the like regulator to do something. So they will roll out the more stricter regulation. And the result of that might be in a way that the, the options on which those players was then used to, you know, for example, with the wagering limits or with the time that they could spend gam gambling. Now it will change, you know, for those regulated operators. So they will become unsatisfied with that offer because they have been used to something, you know, which was good for them. So what they do is that they will look for other opportunities and they will look for the unregulated market for offshore companies to continue their gambling with. And this is the problem because there, the local regulation they cannot really protect them. They cannot really send rules to enforce them. You know, I'm not saying that every offshore operator or the operator who is accepting players also beyond their own jurisdiction is, uh, you know, only unreliable and unresponsible. But there is, it's it's a wild west basically, you know, for for these players. So it's kind of really tricky with with the online gambling and yeah. this. This is connected with, with the self-exclusion part, you know, because if you are aware about that market, 
then imagine that you have your accounts in many different casinos, many different betting shops, and now it will snap for you and you want to take a break from everything. It's almost impossible for you or impossible. It's, it's really hard to go through all that accounts and let them know that you want to be self-excluded and really to have to, to be successful with that. And there is still a second part that there is countless other operators which will accept you because they just don't know. Now you, just by hearing you, you talk, you look at like complaints from people, you look at, um, you know, online casinos and stuff like that. So you must have a lot of interaction with people involved in the gambling industry. You must have a lot of interaction with, with customers, individuals, like how has your, I guess, overall reception been by the industry as well as customers. Um, I know there's probably some that are a fan of it. I'm sure there's some that are not, but overall, like what, what would you say has been your reception by the gambling industry or with customers and, and individuals? Yeah. So I will start with the, with the customers or with the players. I think that when there is a mutual understanding about, you know, the basis of that approach, or I, I, I will say it in, in another way, when there is a mutual understanding about, about the baseline upon which we are deciding for that complaint, you know, because we are trying to, like I've said, grab it with that fair approach just to do what is right. So not all the time we are in favor for the players because, you know, sometimes it really says, okay, there is this, you know, rule in the terms and conditions. It shouldn't really be there, you know, if we are the one who would be deciding it. But still, it is a very high standard in an online gambling. So we cannot really do, you know, you should have been more careful about it. This is this is the one part. But, but, but for many other... Uh, occasions when we see that that specific case really is a case when the casino is trying to take advantage on the players, we are trying to create pressure on those online casinos to you know change it. So I would say like 80 people 80 people versus 20 people are really satisfied with the work we do. Uh, but still there will be, you know, some part of that. And for the second part of those online casinos, <laughs> we, can, we can sometimes be a really their pain in the ass, if I can say it like that. And not only for the complaints, because thanks to complaints, we can see how these operators uh, are behaving, uh, you know, in, in those situations, which we cannot really have any other way how to compare it with. Like I said, we do not have access to their internal processes and stuff. But when we have a transparent case of a complaint, I don't know, there's some winnings and, and, and they wanna they do not want to pay it out because they are saying that some rule has been breached, but the rule is really, you know, not making any sense. And, and uh, uh, then we can see, you know, how they will behave in a like critical situation. But the other thing is that uh, we are trying to educate these online operators, online casinos, whatever, that in order to have the higher rating from us, they need to change things. 
So sometimes we are, you know, in, in communication with them and it goes better when there is some kind of a physical contact. And uh, my colleagues, which are really doing a great job, they had sometimes very hard time to explain this to those online casinos. No, there is just no way for you to get a high rating. You know, you cannot pay for it. You will just have to change your approach. You see this specific term, it's not fair. You need to change it. Otherwise, we won't move with that rating. And sometimes it could be really, you know, uh, discussions which are not that uh, pleasant. But we still believe that this is something what those operators should do um, for, I mean, in order for them to be sustainable. Because for the long run, it's better for you to have, you know, the reliable basis of some kind like satisfied players, which are not spending that much, you know, because they're, they, for, for the most reason, have, have no problems, you know, with, with gambling. And they are spending little money, you know, for, for months, for years, whatever. And it's, and, it's, and it's way perspective than focusing on those problematic people or to those problematic cases and trying to take advantage from it because, you know, it's a high increase, I mean, high revenue, but for a short time. And when you will be squeezing out more and more play, players like that, you will just end up in a situation that no one wants to you know, have anything in connection with you. So some operators, they understand it uh, and they want to do it. And for some, it's, it's, it's not uh, you know, the way that they want to go ahead with it. So it depends, yeah. How do you manage with the... The growth, you know, I imagine with online, the growth of a gambling platform is a lot different than like, once again, like a casino being built from scratch that could be a, a couple of years project. But I imagine like trying to stay up to date on the growth of the online platform um, is it's got to be challenging. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are right. And I cannot really say uh, how many casinos, whatever providers are out there, which we do not have under our umbrella of the database. But uh, I, I know that my colleagues from the data team, they have very reliable, responsible, I'm, 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 I'm saying those words all the time, but you know they have ways how to cover it. They have ways how to, you know, uh, catch it and, and put it on our website. So this is what they are trying to do. And I think that they are very successful in it uh, because from this year in particular, I think that we have grown, we have added 1000 more online casinos on our database. I believe that we are not able to catch everything, but uh, but we are doing our best. Yeah. It's a lot. I mean, that's in, incredible enough. And when you go to your, website there is so much to to learn from it it's just like a wealth of information one of the things that i i am a huge fan of i think this is an amazing way to look at is you look at the part of it is to instead of um it's informing instead of promoting yeah I, i really really like that because i think from this perspective of where people look at like uh casinos and gambling like it's always like promotion promotion they're trying to bait you hook you in and all that type of stuff and while there is so much of that um 
that is true. Looking at trying to inform people so that they can make better decisions. And sometimes that yeah. doesn't mean like walk away and don't gamble, but it just might mean that they are going to make a, a different decision that could be better for the individual, but also in the long run, probably better for the casino. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, I, I think so. And I, uh, I believe that even though that the protection of a player is going towards the direction that the providers of gambling should take the responsibility for them, you know, not to fall down and not to, you know, uh, create harm from gambling. I still believe that there should be and, and there must be some kind of responsibility of that specific player. I believe that you cannot just go towards the gambling environment with the you know, presumption that I am here, you know, just to gamble and everyone else is responsible for what I do and I shouldn't take any responsibility. I think it's it's, it's not a good approach, you know, to make it 100% because then the players, they will just don't give a damn about what's going on. I, they, they will not be looking for information. They will not be looking for, you know, monitoring and, and, and be somehow vigilant about their play because... I don't really give a damn, you know, they should stop me. They should tell me that this is too much. I'm just here for the, you know, mindless. Uh, I think this is not a good approach, you know, to, to have it on 100%. And even though it's uh, sometimes difficult to uh, make people effectively learn about the stuff they should know before playing and while they're playing, I think that uh, we should continue as an industry uh, to doing that. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, there, I know you don't specialize in, you know, like um, anything like with, if someone starts to have like a, a concern with like problem gambling behavior or anything like that, but your website does have a section that does talk about if there's um, problems with gambling or concerns, you do provide some resources and help and a lot of things in there to, to guide them. So that is something you do have as well for people if there are concerns that someone might have a problem with gambling yeah. correct and and we would like to also increase it you know there is a there is a whole section which is like a problem gambling section uh in which the players can find many information you know why things are happening how things are working where to seek for help when you start to feel that the gambling is not fun anymore for you and that it might make you some harm there is also a, uh, a database on the problem gambling help organizations. It is distributed, you know, uh, under different regions and even countries. And we would like to increase this. We would like to make it more structured with uh, the even better way of looking. So people will be really able to find the company according to their language and according to their region and to end up there and seek for help. And the other thing which we are working on, and it is the part of the initiative which we have created earlier this year, it's an initiative for creating a global self-exclusion. When I was talking about the self-exclusion, about the issues of all the other online providers not knowing that you might have a problem and that you have been self-excluded, what we want to do is create, you know, one database out there in the world. So, I mean, the goal is 
for players to be able to exclude from every online gambling possibilities out there in the world. There is much work towards it and it just, just isn't something that will happen overnight, not something that have many challenges, but we are working on it. And as a part of this initiative, uh, we would like to launch a supporting tool, which will help, I mean, because we won't be able to do it in like two, three, even five years. But what we, are, what, we, what we could do, thanks to the database which we are having, we can provide a support tool for players who want to exclude themselves from all the accounts they have. So if they will at least a list of those online providers in which they have accounts, thanks to our database, they will be able to know, uh, search for it, and then look for the ways how to do it, because we will be having this information. And uh, uh, I hope we will be able to, to launch this, to upgrade this by the start of next year. And uh, I believe that it can make a lot of changes for them because it's similar to what we've talked about with the driving, you know, with your car. If you will have to exclude yourself from 50 online accounts and you will have to just go to one, two, three specific website, look for ways how to do it. You can spend three days by doing that. And, you know, during that time, there will be many other, you know, tricky opportunities for you to gamble further. So we want to just make this a bit easier. That sounds incredible. I mean, that sounds amazing that you, what you've created can help do that, but also that that's going to be a need. Like that is going to be something that, just doing the the exclusion the old-fashioned way just isn't going to be as effective so you've got everything you've you've built and developed up until this point and what you're still doing is really allowing you to have that unique opportunity which is it's going to be really helpful to to people that need it i've also been thinking that with with everything we've talked about it's i think it's really good that it's not just uh, the, the individual, the customer, the player to be paying attention to it. It's not just the casino, but I think this is also a very good resource for family members, for loved ones, for, for people who do work with, you know, like mental health professionals, communities. I really think your, your resource here is valuable to a lot of different people just to once again, just become more informed about all this because I, I just think a lot of people are gonna be so unaware of some of the things they learned just by visiting your site. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 happy that you're saying it. And 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 uh I mean it's 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 great that that that, that you look at it at this point. I mean this is uh what we're trying to do basically but uh, what happens sometimes is that as a affiliating website we are still in the minds of many people as a part of some great part, I mean, great part of the business. Because for the majority of affiliate side, as it was, I think it's moving to the better direction. Uh, their intention was just to, you know, provide a gateway for the players to click on those online casinos, online providers, and just get there and make it, make it appealing the most, you know, make it uh, sound the best and really not having anything, uh, you know, very much uh, structured behind it. So for some part of the industry, especially for the regulators or for the 
responsible gambling researchers or problem gambling help organizations, this part has been seen like, you know, not very reliable. And I, I think that uh, the, the way how to go forward with it is to somehow destigmatize it because there are not many uh, websites that are doing the work like us. And for some people, on the first side, it could be, yeah, right, of course, but you just want to take traffic, right? No, no, it's, it's more than that. So well, I'm happy that, you know, with this kind of a first experience, which you have with this, uh, that you can look uh, at this unbiased, you know, and that you can really see the, the stuff which is there on the website. And it's just not something which is made up because we are all very transparent also with how we are evaluating this. Most of the stuff which are which is going around on that website can be seen by everyone and can be you know googled can be can be searched even after some time. So that's great. Yeah, I think that there's so much potential. You know, like even even if I'm someone that's working with an individual who does have like a gambling problem, so like as a counselor, if I got someone who's doing this, and instead of just talking to them about like let's say they tell me they gamble online. Instead of just looking at it as, okay, online gambling, like let's focus on how to work with this. But if I actually talk with them a little bit and inquire about like what they're playing or what they're doing, I can either A, learn more about it by your resource, Mm -hmm. or I can encourage them to actually go online and learn more about it. Maybe their casino that they're using is on your site. Maybe you've reviewed them already. Maybe you've rated them. So Mm -hmm. to me... It just opens up the the door for more opportunities for that education, awareness, knowledge, uh, because I think with online in general, it's so easy to just get lost in clicking and get lost in just doing that without being mindful of what you're even doing. Yeah, correct. So I just think it's a it's a phenomenal resource that's in it's growing and in what you're talking about developing is is i'm just gonna tell you it's needed because the online growth of casinos i don't think is halting anytime soon yes that's that's correct i i think that it will only grow in in the years to come yeah so i i i really really want to thank you for for joining this has been a real pleasure to learn more about what is going on at, at Casino Guru. And I think it's going to be a very valuable resource to the industry, to, to individuals, to players, to, you know, their families, to, to really everyone mm-hmm. to just be more responsible gambling and have this as a resource and tool to facilitate that. Great. I mean, Andrew, it was a really pleasure, pleasure for me as well to, you know, to share this with you, with your audience, to, you know, I think it's part of the of the of the movement of or of, of the shift, how to, you know, go from the stigmatized market and from market which is being seen as very shady and fraudulent towards an environment in which you, you can say, like, all right, legitimate kind of entertainment for some people, not very you know, good thing to do for some other people, but always for all of them, there is this risk which should always be there and which should always be taken into account. And that's that, that's great. So thanks for that, Andrew, really. 
Yeah. So I, I really want to, again, thank you for joining, sharing all this information. If, if listeners want to learn more, they just need to go to casino.guru and they can just, they, they can spend a lot of time learning about everything on there. I know I visited multiple times just because I can't learn it all in one visit to the website, but it, there's a plethora of information and knowledge by just visiting that website. Yeah. And feel free also to reach out directly to me. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, you know, under, under my name, Shimon Vince, or you can find my profile uh, in the about us section of the website. There is a little drawing of my, of my head and you will find the, you will find my email over there. So feel, feel, feel free to reach out to me. I'll be very happy. Yeah. So thanks again uh, for joining, for talking to us about Casino Guru. A, a lot of great information and knowledge is there. A lot of exciting things to look forward to in the future as you continue to develop this and work towards helping to provide everything that is needed with responsible gambling. Visit the website and learn more about it. And for the audience, I hope you really took away some important things about responsible gambling from Casino Guru.